the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I, Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today's an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday. It's also Valentine's Day. Today we're going to talk about tough love. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. Thanks a lot for tuning in today on WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on my socials, at Anderson Speaks, I'm waving at you now. Uh, If you go on Facebook, just type in Dr. David Anderson, and you'll see me my smiling face there. And of course on YouTube live at Anderson speaks along with all of my other social media at Anderson speaks. That's how you get there as well. Well, today is, is Valentine's day. Yes. But today I want to talk about tough love. Here's my question. Is tough love actually a thing? If so, what is it? I mean, isn't love just love? Anywhere in the Bible it says tough love? Or is that just a description we came up with? Can it just be love? What's tough love? All right. I'm just going to say love is love. Sometimes it can be tough. but Love is love. So is tough love really a thing? Well, convince me otherwise. All right. Let's bow for a word of prayer. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Listen, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity we we get to connect with one another, to talk via radio and uh, the modern-day technology of social media as well. We commit today's show over uh, to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always you can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. There you can find my top latest favorite ethnic restaurants. Uh, check that out at andersonspeaks.com. 
as well as you can learn more about uh, articles I've written, videos we've done, and things that would um, may be of interest to you if you're a business person and wanting someone uh, to help you in some particular areas of racial reconciliation. You can also go to Gracism Global. That's GracismGlobal.com. My phone number today, 888-432-7434. My question, isn't love just love? Is there really a such thing as tough love? What is that? What's tough love? Does that mean something? Is, there, is, is it actually a thing? And if it is, can you help me define it? What is tough love? And is it something that you've experienced? Is it something that you've expressed? What is tough love? My number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Is there such a thing as tough love? I mean, if you Google it, you'll find all kinds of things about tough love. Even Focus on the Family says... Uh, you know, tough love is about addressing true, truly harmful behavior. Red flags must be dealt with, and tough love usually is the best path. You should be transparent and matter of fact about legitimate harm happening in relationships. So is that is that what tough love is? Isn't that discipline? Hmm. What's tough love? Is it a thing? I'm going to say no, and I want you to convince me otherwise. I'm going to say tough love is not a thing. I'm going to say love is a thing and tough is an adjective, but it's really nothing defined in scripture as tough love. It's just defined as, as love. I don't know. Convince me otherwise. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland and talk to Donald who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Donald. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Talking about tough love today. What do you think? Is it a such thing? Is it a thing? Well, love is a many splendid thing, Pastor. <laughs> um, and it's funny because we, I know you got a lot of callers on standby. I'm going to make this real brief because God is very, very timely. I was just actually reading 1 Corinthians 13 yesterday, and he, the Holy Spirit told me to internalize that whole chapter. And when huh. you look at it from the from the standpoint that God looked at it, yeah, that love is is tough uh-huh. because outside of Christ, I can only speak for me. I could never love like that. I told my wife that uh-huh. she looked at me like I was crazy. But I said, look, when 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 we put our flesh aside and we really look at that those verses through the heart and the eyes of Christ, you know, love is a challenge, man. Uh huh. So so it's tough because that's the way you're describing it. Like it's challenging. So it's challenging love. It's it's love that's challenging. Love that's tough. That's how you would define it, as opposed to that's how tough love is like. I'm a, well, I'm just saying. In in con, conversely, some people would say tough love is actually a thing. It's the way you do something. And I'm saying, well, maybe it's just love. But you're saying it's challenging. I get that. Uh, Yes, sir. Difficult. Pastor, I hard. know what tough love is. Yeah. Yeah. Lo- loving, <laughs> loving is hard. I have family members do that. Well, you, for, yes. Yep. First yes. Corinthians 13. You're right. It, love is patient. Love is kind. It never says love is tough. 
you know, but it's patient. It's kind. It's challenging. It's hard. It's difficult. It is tough. But somehow we've defined this tough love as if, as if it's some biblical term that is, you know, a concept. And I'm just trying to push it a little bit to hear what other people are saying. That's all. So thanks for kicking it off for me, okay? Thank you. God bless you, Pastor. Keep on pushing, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Blessings to you. Let's go to Grace in Baltimore while we're still in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, Miss Grace. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson, and farewell. Thank you. Thank you. Tough love, yes? No, not sure? Um, no, I, I'm not going to focus so much on, on the term, but the indicators. If you read through the scripture and the prophetic books, you'll see God demonstrating tough love to the children of Israel. All throughout the Old Testament, you'll see that God was demonstrating that. Uh-huh. To bring the correction that he needed because they were so caught up in idolatry. So many multiple times he had to allow them to go through hard times uh-huh. in order to help them to turn toward him. Right. So was that tough love or was that correction? Well, he, he was. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 it was correction, but he was demonstrating. He was teaching them about what love was. Love was being obedient. Love uh-huh. was honoring him. Love was living for his glory. And so I'm on the road, so I can't go to a particular scripture, but okay. I think about him allowing the Babylonians for 70 years, they were in exile because they just wouldn't do right. So after 70 years, they, they turned to him, they True. were corrected, they never saw idols anymore. So was that, was that tough love, or was that him... Uh, teaching them that disobedience is not going to work for you. Obedience is. And if you are disobedient, you'll be, you know, receiving consequences. If you're obedient, you'll receive blessings. And so maybe he's correcting them to just get them on the right path. <laughs> I think it was a mix of both because he was not happy that he had to correct them that way. Right, so right. So he was demonstrating that this is hard, but I have to do this because I want you to for lack of a better word, to fall in line right? so that they could live out their life that if they weren't going to flourish if they were serving idols. Uh-huh. So do you think that he was loving them or you think he was disciplining them? I think it's a mixture of both. God's love, so he was loving them while he was disciplining them. Gotcha. Good, good. Keep pushing me. I like it. Convince me otherwise. Thank you, Miss Grace. This is Real Talk. Bye-bye now. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm pushing you all a little bit. Is tough love actually a thing? If so, what is it? Or isn't love just love? Hmm. We'll be right back. into your basement and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844-980-30 One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707. 
or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Do you need to be encouraged, or do you know someone that needs encouragement? Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the Donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call one 800 933 6188. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-spiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. It's also Valentine's Day. We want to say happy Valentine's Day to all of you, as well as my wife, of course, first and foremost, Amber Anderson. Happy Valentine's Day. Of course, I extend it also to my mother and my daughter, and then all of you as well. But today, we're talking about tough love. Is tough love a thing? And if it is, what is it? Can you help me define what tough love is? And I'm going to push back and say, maybe there's really no such thing as tough love. Maybe it's just love, love that expresses itself in many different ways. But is tough love really 
a thing. And if it is, convince me otherwise. Share with me how you would experience or explain tough love. I don't know if there's any scripture that says tough love. And so is it just a concept we've come up with, you know, and what's the opposite then tender love. And so we have tender love and we have tough love. Maybe that's just semantics, right? Maybe what we're just trying to say is sometimes you got to loving is hard. Loving is tough, but don't some people explain it that, you know what? Sometimes you have to be tough on people and uh, you love them. Uh, and you're tough on them, but you're doing it out of love. Is that what it means? Well, or, you know, the father disciplines those he loves. And so maybe that's a passage you might, might want to use from, from Hebrews, but then Hebrews 12, but is that really tough love or is that just discipline and discipline that comes because of love? Hmm, I wonder if there's a difference there. Well, I'd love to hear from you. My phone number is 888 Four three two seventy four thirty four eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four. Well, you can always always just remember the word bridge eight 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 four three bridge. This is David Anderson. I'm live in studio. Would love to hear from you on this topic if you believe in tough love, and if so, tell me why. What does it mean to you? How do you explain it? According to Merriam-Webster. Dictionary. Tough love is love or affectionate concern expressed in a stern and unsentimental manner as through discipline, especially to promote responsible behavior. So there you have it. So that's how Webster defines it. But isn't it really just love or discipline? Isn't love the motivation for why you discipline? Isn't love the motivation for why you do tough things? And so if you mean it that way, I, I guess I get it. Or do you mean it this way? Love is tough. Love is hard. Love is difficult. Well, you know, one source says that tough love is about becoming self-confident. Becoming self-confident means that you don't have to lean on another human being's approval. Is that what it means? Goes on to say, and this is a, a you know, folks on a family source, even in difficult situations, you can respond confidently from the core of who you are. In other words, you have good ego strength, solid self-awareness that you don't have to draw your value from other people. Is that what tough love means? Is that what it means? You have tough skin. You're self-confident. So therefore you can do what is necessary in the moment. To me, that's courage. Not tough love you know so anyway i want to know from you is tough love really a thing and what is love if we want to just get down to what the bible says you know what is love who is love and uh and so maybe it's just an adjective we put in front of it but it's also a concept that some people will use and they'll say you know tough love uh, really uh really matters so 888-432-7434 Let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Jaden, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Jaden. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. What's your uh, comment or question? I think tough love. So I have two statements. My first statement is um, I think tough love is like strong love because um, tough is um, used as for like strong uh-huh. So I think love is love that 
cannot be broken, which is strong love. Strong love. So tough love is strong love, and it can't be broken. Yes, and my um, second statement is, like, tough is, like, kind of used for, like, stuff that's hard. Uh-huh. So um, my second statement is, like, hard love, like, like um, having trouble with it. Uh-huh. So, um, that's my Uh-huh. Well, couldn't it just be love? Can you just say I love? Guess you say, I guess you can say that. And then, so therefore, tough, strong, um, hard are all just adjectives of how difficult love can be. But isn't love just, yes. isn't love good enough? Could, could love be just good enough without all the other adjectives? Um, no, because um, you can't just say that. Love is love because um, when you tell somebody that you love them, they don't know what you mean, like what type of love. So there's different types of love. Uh-huh. Interesting. So you have to have to use words to explain the kind of love you mean. Is that what I'm hearing from you, Jaden? Yeah. So, like, um, there's love when you're in a relationship, love for your family, love for friends, and, yes. Uh-huh. So they're a different kind of love. So it could be romantic. It could be family love. It could be friend friend love. So within all those different kinds of ways we love people, uh, is it ever, could it ever be, say, tough love for relationships, tough love for family, tough love for friends? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, good. Thank you, Jaden, for calling and helping me out today, okay? Yeah, thank you. All right. Take care. That's Jaden. Well, what do you think uh, about this idea of tough love? By the way, a happy Valentine's Day for those of you who are um, celebrating that. It happens to fall on the 14th of of February. And by the way, uh, there's still half a day left just in case uh, you forgot something. Because if you were supposed to like buy flowers or chocolate or uh, a teddy bear or write a card or a note or reserve a table somewhere and you haven't done it, well, when you get home tonight, you're going to know what tough love is. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. I'm just messing with y'all. Okay, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Give me a call if you want to talk about this idea of tough love. Now, let me tell you what the Bible says about love. The Bible does. What I'm not saying is that love is always easy, that love is not tough and difficult. But this idea of Tough love is something that people talk about oftentimes when they're talking about discipline or correction. And sometimes people uh, don't uh, really know discipline and they're afraid to love that way. But it takes courage to correct and to discipline. But the way that the Bible talks about love in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trusts, 
always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, that's talking about Jesus, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is, that's 1 Corinthians 13, and then verse chapter 14, verse 1 says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially the gifts of prophecy. But it starts off with saying, follow the way of love. I'm coming right back in the second half of the show. I want to hear from you. 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, former CIA officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. And right now, most Americans with a 401k, IRA, or other types of retirement accounts are not prepared for a financial crisis that could hit the U.S. in the next 45 days if we don't fix our ramped up government spending. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new financial crisis survival kit, That's 100% free for everyone with a retirement account who calls in today. Simply call 800-900-8000. My financial crisis survival kit is jam-packed with valuable information on how you can protect yourself with physical gold and silver. Your first step to protection is calling 800-900-8000 and speaking to one of their gold IRA specialists. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Again, simply call 800-900-8000. Looking for a beautiful and functional upgrade to your home? 3-Day Blinds has you covered. At 3-Day Blinds, our free in-home design consultation makes it easy. A 3-Day Blinds design expert will help you find the window treatment solution that works best for your home's needs and style. We bring the showroom to you with loads of samples, giving you an idea of how different fabrics look in your home. Your designer also provides expert measurements and helps coordinate installation. Book your free in-home consultation by visiting 3dayblinds.com. Take control of your window treatments with Motorized by 3-Day Blinds. Whether you're at home or on vacation, you can operate your window treatments with the touch of a button using the 3-Day Blinds app. 3-Day Blinds has specialized in window treatments for more than 40 years, and it's the name people trust. At 3-Day Blinds, we have stylish and functional window treatments for any occasion. For your free custom same-day quote, schedule your free in-home design consultation now at 3dayblinds.com. That's 3dayblinds.com. 
Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today's an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about tough love. My question is tough love actually a thing? If so, what is it? Maybe you can help me understand it, explain it to me, because I'm taking a counterpoint. Isn't it just love? Isn't love just love? Do we really need to call it tough love? What is the meaning of that? According to Webster, the meaning, of course, uh, is, you know, love or affection, affectionate concern expressed in a stern and unsentimental manner as through discipline especially to promote responsible behavior. So my question is, isn't that just discipline? Why does that have to be tough love? Or are we saying love is tough, love's difficult, love's challenging, and just using it as an adjective? Or is it actually a thing? Uh, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking about. I'm just kind of pushing it around a little bit and want to know what you're thinking. All right, 888-432-7434. And I want to thank our sponsors, Best Buy Waterproofing as well. If you need waterproofing in your home, if you need a new roof, make sure you give them a call at 844-980-3707 or just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland and talk with James, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. James. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing, sir? I'm alive and grateful. Thank you. Good to hear from you, too. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking when I read, you basically answered this when you talked about the scripture that God chastised those he loves. Right. And when we think about it, if you got kids, you know what I mean? And you see their faces when they do something wrong, and you got to show them by even disciplining them. Right. And, you know, that's because you love them. And I think just like, say, like you got a kid that's really out of order, and they right. really need to go to prison because they did something wrong. Right. But... You love them because you're a tournament, because you'd rather see them in bars than dead, you know, behind bars than dead because the love that you have for your kids. Uh-huh. So when you think about that word tough love, I think it's when you know it's hard to do something, but uh-huh. you do it out of love. You're doing it out so, of love. Okay. Okay. You're so doing it out of love. As opposed to if, I, if I'm beating you out of anger, that's different than than disciplining you out of love. So love is the is the motivation, 
is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Yes, uh-huh. sir. It's uh-huh. what's behind it. Oh, uh, say, you know, you know, your kids is something that really caused. They might, you know, God forbid somebody, you know, get murdered somebody. You know what I mean? Right. And you know about it. You know that it's not good for that kid to stay out on the street. You have to tell the police. But that's uh, you're doing it out of love, even though you know it's a tough decision to uh-huh. see your kid behind bars. Got but it. you got to do it because you know you're doing the right thing. Got it. Okay, I got you. I got you. Thank you so much for helping me understand it. All right, my friend. Oh, uh, you understand this, man. How do you understand it? <laughs> you know, I got to come back out to your church too. I've missed. I've been out there a couple of times with my brother Mark Ash, and I like to. Oh, okay. well, come on back. You're always welcome. Okay, brother. Yes, sir. Have a blessed day. Blessed day. You know, my daughter's birthday was yesterday, and she turned 23. When she was much younger, the very first time I had to spank her, my wife says, you need to go in a room and spank her. And Amber tells the story that she said, I cried because my daughter has me wrapped around her finger. I did not want to spank my daughter. A cute little thing? Come on. So I, I didn't under whole, understand this whole thing that uh, somehow discipline and love go together. I was like, no, I love her too much to discipline her. Why don't you spank her? But my wife's like, no, you're going to do it. You're the father. Man, it hurt me more than it hurt her. And uh, I, I'm not even sure if I actually did. Like, I may have closed the door and said, just cry real loud. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, isn't that just discipline, maybe? But I want to know what y'all think. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Leesburg, Virginia, and talk to Fran. Hello, Miss Fran. How you doing today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you. I have a quick comment. Uh, years ago, I'm an elderly lady now. Years ago, our oldest son and his wife, Um, moved into my mother's home, which was a lovely home, and my mother came to live with my husband and I Mm -hmm. because she was elderly and and sick. And uh, mother even paid for the yard work but assumed they would take care of the house, didn't charge them any rent. Mm -hmm. Well, they they didn't exactly trash the house, but they didn't take care of it, and it was a mess, and, Mm -hmm. and our son never suggested doing the yard work, which he should have. So we decided, just for his benefit, and my mother agreed, uh, we just sold the house. Oh. We told them we were going to just sell the house where they were shocked because they were living in the life of Riley for free. Right. But we decided, you know, these young people need to learn consideration and gratefulness uh-huh. and uh, just life lessons. And so we sold the home, and they were really, really upset and hurt. And they had to get an apartment and live life normally like everybody. Right. And years later, they came to us and said, it's the best thing we ever did for them. Uh-huh. There was a big wake-up call and re- an example of tough love. How about that? Because we loved them dearly. How about that? So to did, me, that's tough, that's tough love. Did y'all ever just tell them to clean the house and, and to do what they needed to do? Or they, y'all never had that oh, conversation? we, we, we well, we, we, we let them know that we were very disappointed, and we thought uh-huh. that that would work, but nothing did. You know, I okay. think they just assumed, you know, they could just live life uh-huh. down the yellow brick road. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they learned that but, day, though, uh, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and it was hard for us, and we felt guilty, but you know what? It made them... Uh, better, better young people. It Got really it. Did. Well, good for you. Thank you so much, Miss Fran, for sharing that story. Okay. Thank you. Uh huh. Blessings to you. When to get back? I'm coming to Annapolis, Maryland, Temple Hills, Maryland, and Reston, Virginia. I'm coming to you. Don't you go anywhere. We're talking about tough love. What is it? What is it not? Isn't love just love? Explain to me. Help me understand what tough love is. We'll be right back.
If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Gracism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit gracismglobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of gracism. Guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants. Whatever you need to make your house pop, they'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about tough love. Well, it is, it's not tough loving, y'all. Not at all. Not at all. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Annapolis, Maryland and talk to Carrie, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Carrie. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi. Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. How, how's Annapolis out there? Stay here today. Mm-hmm. Nice Good. day, but I was I came across your your show mm-hmm. um, driving back towards home, and the things that you're saying um, are perplexing me. Not perplexing me, but m- maybe you can help me understand tough love versus love. I believe <laughs> everything is love. Okay, like my children. I mean, I I love everyone, and it's hard for me to be what they say, hard love. Right. Now I have a situation, like, where, and you were equating it to discipline. Um, but now I have a situation where I have grown, grown children that I cannot get to leave my house. And I know you're hearing this uh, <laughs> more and more. Post-COVID, but, right? Um, I, yeah. And how, you know, how do you be loved? How do you lovingly Tell your children that they got to leave. How do you lovingly evict your adult children? I heard that. How old are they? Yeah. 26. 26. Okay. Is it more than one or just one? It's he and his girlfriend. He and his girlfriend. Okay. And you're trying to get them out of the house. Tell me why. Uh, Because they don't respect, well, 
there's not a whole lot of respect there. And um, I don't really get any help of any kind. I've never asked for any money, which is silly. And uh, now I'm just getting to the point where in life where I need the help. Right. Um, and right. I, he thinks I'm being, you know, I'm being horrible. Right. And I'm a horrible person. Uh-huh. Well, okay. But is it because I didn't discipline him as a child? You know? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Well, he was an only child, yes? Yes. Okay. How, how old are you now? I'm 58. 58. So you need uh, somebody to be doing some work around the house, and he's a young man, so he should be doing this work for his 58-year-old mother, like whether it's mowing the lawn or, or carrying some boxes, but he needs to be doing something, right? Right, but I get nothing. Wow. Do you ask him and he says no, or you don't ask him because you're expecting, of course he's going to take the trash out. I shouldn't have to ask him that. There are a few things that he that I expect him to do that he does and sometimes forgets. Uh-huh. But in general, in general. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is, a, well, this is difficult. This is difficult for two reasons. If he's an only child, and I'm assuming there's no father in the house, am I right about it? Of course. So then that means. Because I don't think so. Yeah. So that means you're probably thinking, I don't know subconsciously or not, but you're going to need him when you're a bit older. And so are you kind of thinking that if I, if I kick him out now, then 20 years from now or whatever, when I need him, he's going to be so mad. He's not going to help me then. Does that come into your brain at all or not really? Not really. Not really. Um, Not really. Okay. I want to see you grow. I want to see you fly. Oh, I want to yeah, it's more for him. Night. Yeah, it's more for him. Got it. Got it. It's not for, I get aggravated, but it's really more for him. I totally understand that. So then you heard the last call. I'm not telling you sell the yeah. house, but they sold the house, and that was the move that helped. I wouldn't say sell the house, but I would say uh, here is a three-month plan. By this month, let's call it June. I'm just being uh, using a scenario. By June, I need you and girlfriend to move out. So you need yeah, to come up with the you need to come up with a plan <laughs> on what's going to happen. So yeah. then, what happens when you get to that June? What has happened before? Well, now it was January 31st, and then it was all about avoidance, um, and. I love this child to my deepest core. All right. And I just, I'm, I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do. So did he say, Mom, I'm not leaving? Or did you say, you know what, since you can't, you don't feel like moving now, let's change the date. Like, what happened when January 31st came? Nothing. Nobody talked about anything? Nope. Uh-huh. Why didn't you? And, well, I've asked him a couple of times, you have not left. When can I expect the rent? Trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's "When I get paid, well, I know he's been paid, mm-hmm. but it, it's just just avoidance." And I I have to scream and jump up and down before I can get anyone's attention. I hate that and for you. That's not love. No, that's not love. Yeah, I I just I really hate that for you. Um, I'm not sure how to help you with this. Maybe some of my other callers can be more helpful because as a as a man, I'm thinking probably more less spirit-led, and more just in my brain thinking, you know what, give a date, and if he's not out by that time, call the police and say, I'm going to call the police so that you will leave. 
but I realize that could really fracture the relationship. I'm not quite sure how that works. I'm stumped on this one. All I can do is yeah, me too. pray. I, let me pray for you that God would give you wisdom, and maybe some other callers will have some wisdom. But can I pray for you for wisdom today, Miss Carrie? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Let's pray together. Yeah. Lord Jesus, Miss Carrie is stumped. I'm stumped. She has a 26-year-old who's there with his girlfriend and will not leave. And we want him to grow. And, Lord, we're just not sure what kind of pressure, uh, whether we call the police or whether we just let it go. Lord, we don't know what to do. So we pray for wisdom. Give Miss Carrie strength. Give her discernment. Please help her, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I wish I could have been more helpful, but let's pray that God would show you how to love in this situation because I'm like a man. I don't even know. Um, I'm really trying to love, and I'm a woman, and it really is hard. Exactly. It's got to be hard with an adult son. I'm so sorry. If anybody has wisdom, call me now before the show is over for our dear friend, Miss <laughs> Carrie. God bless you, Miss Carrie Thank from Annapolis. You, You're so welcome. God bless you. Bless you back. <laughs> well, I got another Miss Carrie, but she's in Reston, Virginia, so let's go there. Hello, Miss Carrie in Reston. How are you? I'm great, Dr. Anderson, and I wish I had some wisdom for Carrie, but I can't say that I do. But I do love the topic, mm. and I love your show, and I'm always so excited. I'm a teacher. I'm excited when I can get in the car early enough to catch the oh, end of it, that's awesome. which I did today. Yeah, I love your show. Um, and really, the topic is amazing, and listening to her, and I don't have children of my own, but I am a teacher. Okay. I've um, been teaching for 22 years. Oh, wow. So lots of tough love. Um, and when I think of tough love, and up until really sitting here until I heard you talking to a few of the other callers, I always think tough love is tough on the person who's receiving it, right? Mm. The child who's being disciplined. But as I sit and listen, as I listen to Carrie and yeah. – I cannot even, you know, give advice to Carrie, obviously. Very difficult situation. I, I would pray. I pray for her son, too, that he might have some wisdom. Right. Um, That's a good point. But I'm thinking, is tough love really tough on the person who's having to do it? And I want to call that person, not all of them, an enabler. And is that an enabler mm. enabling because it's tough on them? Is the love tough on them? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Is it yeah. tough for them to show the real love and not in every case, like you're saying, every case is so different. And do you want to fracture a relationship forever? But when I look at this and I hear this kind of situation and I think, what are we teaching this young man and this girl right. that I can completely disrespect my mom? Right. Again, she's not going to do not anything about it. I cannot say that, but right. she has to jump up and down. I'll tell you right now, I don't jump up and down for any of my students. My students may not like me, yeah. <laughs> but always, but they respect me because I have the exact same expectations for every mm. single child, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from. Right. Are they I young kids? Them to be I teach fourth grade, yeah, oh but I gosh. taught as, as young as kinder, yeah. And oh, you, must, you must have started early them. then. You must have started early because it sounds like you have some real experience. Did you start teaching in your 20s or 30s? It was a second career, yeah. It was a second career. After 9-11, okay. I said, you know what? I'm not doing what God has led me to do. Mm. I went back to school and got my teaching license. Oh, my yeah, gosh. And sound like you have some wisdom. I the world. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I learned from them, but I have certainly learned that... If I let them walk all over me, they don't respect me, exactly. and they're going to walk they're all over They're going to do it anyway. Me. Hey, listen, I got to run because I got so, this break, Miss Carrie. Thank you so much. Blessings God to bless. you. I'll be right back. Thanks. 
If you could impact the world for Christ right now, would you? Hi, Don Crow here with WAVA, and I know you would. That's why we're joining with Bible League International to send Bibles to nearly 7,000 waiting Christians in places like Asia, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. The Christians we're supporting right now live remotely, where bookstores don't exist. Many live under corrupt governments and among religions like radical Islam that seek to harm them. Others are among a small number of believers in their villages, and they wonder if Christians elsewhere even know or care about their need. These members of our spiritual family may be under-resourced, but they are filled with joy and ready to share Christ with others. $5 sends a Bible, $35 sends seven Bibles, and a limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or if you prefer, you can go online to our website, wava.com, and click on the Bible League banner. wava.com and click on the Bible League banner. Hi, I'm Mark Finley with Hope Lives 365. The book of Revelation baffles many people. They're confused by that book. But I want to look at the big picture of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is a book of contrast. There's the lamb and the dragon. There's Jerusalem from above and Babylon from beneath. There's the seal of God and the mark of the beast. There are the two harvests, the harvest of golden grain, the saved, the harvest of gory grapes, the lost. When you go out through the book of Revelation, you notice that revelation is this contrast between good and evil. There's a battle over the mind of men and women in the universe, but Jesus Christ is victorious as the Lamb of God. He's mentioned as the Lamb 28 times in the book of Revelation. Jesus, victorious Lamb in Revelation. You can hear Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Finley seven days a week. Check for program times on WAVA.com. It's okay to look for help when you're feeling sad or hopeless or having thoughts of dying or disappearing completely, but you're not alone. These could be signs of suicide. It's okay to know the signs and talk to a trusted adult and really okay to ask for help. Suicide can be prevented. Visit NoTalkAsk.org. Brought to you by the Virginia Department of Criminal Justice Services, Virginia Center for School and Campus Safety. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. What a show. We're having a good conversation around tough love. And before the show ends, let's see if I can get a couple more calls in, starting with Temple Hills, Maryland. Joyce, you're on the line. How are you today? Hello. Hi, how are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. What are you thinking about this topic? <laughs> it's it's so amazing. Look, I'm going to be real brief because I was listening to everybody else, so I don't want to be long-winded. Okay. But 
I'm a grandmother. I have five kids and I have nine grandchildren. And wow. all my children, all my children, I've been married for over 25 years and I've been divorced for 15 years. But let me just give you a short breakdown of my children. Okay. My children, when they were younger, they were always, they, I was, my, my ex-husband, he would say something to them and they would pat him on the head and just, yeah, 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 okay, dad, and never do it. When I say something to them, like take out the trash, and, and the way I say it with firmness, right. they would go take out the trash immediately. Like, they were always afraid. Like, they weren't afraid of me, but yeah, I think were. I had more authority. <laughs> I had that I had that authority. My mom was the same way. My mom was from Orangeburg, South Carolina. My father was from Waycross, Georgia. So I was raised in a disciplined uh-huh. household where when your parents speak, you moved. I'm a 60s baby, so I'm old uh-huh. school. Uh huh. To this day, to this day, my children are all adults now. They got children of their own. Mm-hmm. My children love me to life. Mm. I heard <laughs> they that. They love me to life, and they, and even though you know they grow up and they did things, I've always had tough love with them. Always. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I, I, I require, I require a lot from them to be the best that they can be as human beings. Well, it sounds too like, uh, like. You are now what Proverbs says, your kids rise up and call you blessed. So you must have done something right. Thanks for sharing today, uh, Miss Joyce, of how uh, how you really raised your kids with discipline, and now they love you. So I love that. Take care, okay? Uh, sure. You have a good evening. You too. And happy Valentine's Day once again, all right? Same to you. All right. Let me take my final call in Millersville, Maryland. Sam, you're on the line. How are you today, sir? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for taking my call. I, I love to catch your show when I can. Thank you. Um, doctor, look, man, everybody's got a different scenario of tough <laughs> love. And mine is a scenario with, you know, where my child was addicted to heroin. Mm. And and you, tough love is is everything against what you feel inside. I mean, I felt, I mean, I just felt like a monster, right? You know, because my, you know, what I want to do is provide for my child right? and help and all things. Right. And, and you can't do that. Cause you don't want to enable your, again, you don't want to enable your child. They're a heroin addict, but at the same time, it's killing you on the inside. Right, Sam? It's killing man. If you buy them, if you buy them food, they can take their money and go get high. Right. You know, so it's mm. any, it's 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 awful. All I can say is, you know, um, I mean, I could go on and on, but God was right there in times when I was trying to take control, which I never had in the first place. Right. And you know, protecting, um, you know, my child, and to well. this day, probably still three or four times a month she will say thank you so much well praise praise the lord for, for your praise the lord for your testimony sam because you just gave somebody else strength my show is coming to an end my friend but may the lord be with you and bless you for all that you invested in your child thank you you're welcome and lord jesus we just pray for your wisdom and courage as you love us and help us to love others 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.